0: You had no idea whether I was this psychopathic liar who was trying to steal all your money, right? Like, you had just met me over the internet. I could very well run away with the money. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Abundant Psyche Podcast. I'm your host, Sudesh and today I'm with my lovely friend, student, Divya Marivya. Divya is a... Rockstar marketeer. She is a spiritual healer. She's also a TEDx speaker. And I cannot wait to dive into this conversation with Divya. Hello, Divya. How are you?
1: Hi, Sadeshna. I'm doing great. Thank you for having me here. And hi, everyone who's watching or listening to us. It's lovely to be here and
0: sharing my lives with you. Amazing. Divya, I introduced you from my perspective. Do you want to tell us a bit more about you and also maybe a bit around how you and I came to meet each other?
1: That was very interesting, actually. Yeah, a little bit about me is this that I am a business owner. It's a small little business that I have. And I inspire people, I enable people to create their best lives with the very belief that we are co creators with the universal energy of creation of our lives or whatever we want in life. However, we want our life to be the dreams and stuff. So I basically that part of People in themselves that they can create the life that they desire, overcoming their limitations and stuff. So this is primarily what I do with my little business. And how I met Sudeshna is this that we both a program from a business coach called James Moore and we both respectively at different points in time worked his program, which is a very deep dive into business mastery. And and we just one fine day, I started to follow her on Instagram from a promotion from James and something led me to also speak to her one-on-one. And once I started speaking to her, I felt like there was a need in my life arising to take her services. And at some point in time, I signed up with her and I have had amazing results from that sign-up, which I'm sure will come through this during this podcast because I'm just so damn excited and super excited about what has turned around. Yeah, so I I didn't
0: want to make it short,
1: I just couldn't contain my excitement
0: oh my goodness I did not realize that you followed me from one of Jim's shareouts. I thought we were a part of his community so that's how you know me I did not realize that he had spoken about me at some thing so yeah very interesting and I can't even begin to fathom what you have gone on to do like your case I always say is one of the most magical cases that I've seen but Divya you and I also connected i think at a very soul level talking about this concept of abundance and we were just having this conversation as to why did i decide to call this business the abundance psyche but shall we dive a bit more into this concept of abundance and what it means for you and what it's done for you in the last few weeks months years
1: well, interestingly, abundance is a word that was not known to me a few years back. I had never heard this. And now all I understand or I talk about is abundance. Precisely because I feel that the way my life has unfolded in these many years is so full of abundance. And when I say abundance, or when I mean or what I feel when I say abundance, is really not about just the money or the cash or the wealth. It's so much about so many things: the friendships, the support, the help, the amount of fees available, the beauty and the synchronicities that happen literally every single day, the miracles that unfold every day. And it's like I think about something. Either if I think about a person, the person in front of me, if I think I, okay, this should have worked this way, and suddenly that thing is in front of me. Nothing has happened in that way or something has turned off or it's just like magic happening. It's like things are just happening. And I feel that's really the true sense of abundance, which includes the aspect of money and wealth as well. At the same time, I'm not ignoring that in any way. I'm not trying to say that you put the money aside and then call everything else abundance. I'm totally saying that you call money the abundance. But that is one of the aspects of it. Abundance is so broad and big, uh, not just restricted to the aspect of money. From
0: my experience again. Right. Amazing. And do you want to share your specific example that you were telling me about abundance and how you started working with abundance in the last year or so?
1: Well, interestingly, I think there have been many, many examples of how abundance has opened up for me in the past few months. One example that keeps inspiring me always is when I was looking to buy my car. And I would go from, I mean, I had, had the idea of buying the smallest car there was possible on this planet because I thought that's all I could afford and that's all I could manage. And then another one was the fear that I always used to have, which was developed by, it was not in my life anymore, that I could not drive. So I thought, okay, if I got the smallest vehicle possible, even if I bang it somewhere, the damage or the expenditure would be very little. So I guess I was coming from a lot of black mindset lot of limited mindset. And of course, abundance is the opposite of that. And when I started to go to showrooms, I started with the smallest car there was possible. And I just had this whole thing, like as if somebody kicked me on the backside and said, get out of this place, go to the next one. And this literally happened to five car showrooms. I was kicked out of every single showroom and I was taken to taken to a premium car showroom. And I was standing outside this and I'm like, what am I doing here? The budget that I'm thinking of, I can't even buy half the car of what these guys sell as their starting car. And I had no idea. Something in me said, go ask for the price list. I just like an idiot walked into the showroom, got the price list and came out. And I have no idea how that worked out. But today I drive that car. It's been three, almost four years now. I own that car. I drive that car. I'm paying the EMIs on that car. And I'm more than grateful of that abundance that has come into my life. More, like I'm just just full of the abundance that it came. And I think that was the biggest movement that I felt for the first time ever of a thing that I could not even see. It was not on my vision board. It was not on my dream. It was totally told to me that I deserve this. And that's abundance that I saw. And it's unfolded in so many ways. Like even when I was recently... Um, dealing with some difficult financial situations in life and I was looking out alongside my business I was looking out for work and and again coming from we always the abundance is a journey from lack to abundance it's always coming from scarcity to abundance so of course I was in scarcity mindset thinking that oh my god how will I manage how will I do a job which will demand this of me that of me and I have a family to take care of at the same time I mean they won't pay me what I want and I don't like I don't like certain aspects of the job world anymore. And I'm like, okay, I don't want to do this. Then basically there's no other option. And I think that's it around the time when I reached out to Suresh, and I said, okay, I've been seeing your post. I wanted to talk. And then when we met, we didn't meet over a conversation and then for her to understand what I was looking at. And then once we spoke, there was something about the connection. Like she said, we connected the soul level. It just felt right to be doing this with her. And in that process, I did not have the money to pay her. And I didn't know how to find the money to pay her for that work that she was supporting me with. And then eventually I found someone. I asked somebody that could they loan me the money? This was just somebody I know from my work in mental health. And this person was happy to loan that money to me. And I had loaned that money without a date of return. I said, I don't know when I will return this to you, but I will. That's a promise I can make. And I paid her. And... When this lady was paying me that loan, she said she felt so abundant. When I received the money, I felt so abundant. And when I paid Sudeshna her money, I felt so abundant. So already the cycle of abundance had, had started. And I think few, few days, months into the process, I actually found a full-time role, which is soulful. I didn't want to go to corporate. I'm not in the corporate. I work for a social organization. I work from home which means i can take care of my children i can take care of my house i can take care of everything else it needs because i'm a single mom and for me to run everything can sometimes get overwhelming so i'm i'm working from home i am doing I'm doing the work i love like she said the marketing aspect of it so i'm doing the marketing part of my role i do not want to really compromise and do anything else what i love but then i am working for a social organization i am at the same time taking care of my family and i'm not compromising on what i should be paid i am earning what i wanted to be paid i am receiving what i wanted to be paid. so this was in so much beauty the way abundance unfolded i did not have the cash to pay her but when i asked someone to support me they opened their hearts to that channel of abundance when they opened their hearts it got channeled into paying Sudeshna. And when that got channeled into paying her, it then got channeled into me being paid as salary. And today I am returning that money to this person who supported me. And now I feel so abundant to be able to give that to her. And when she receives it, she's so grateful every time. Because one day I told her, I said, why are you saying thank you to me when I am returning this money? And she's like, you know what? Some people don't return. I'm saying thank you for the abundance that you're bringing back to me. And it's so amazing to experience abundance. And right now, what example I gave was really money-oriented, but it just shows how beautifully the chain operates for everyone involved.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. and And I think that's such a beautiful example because if I just follow with the money and I always start with the money, one of the reasons being without the money, you can go flying high and not reach anywhere but money sort of gives you this quantitative easily measurable thing to benchmark yourself to so if I talk about the money Divya paid to me or someone else paid to me I now push that into hiring people who are becoming the best versions of themselves so in the last couple of months I have hired people who have One of the people, she's recently lost her husband and she's a cancer survivor. Just, it's not about the money. But it is also about the fact that she can stand in her own power to make the money. And that wouldn't have been possible without that first act of abundance of your friend. And then your act of abundance of hiring me and then perhaps my act of abundance of trying to go higher and help people who need. So it feels like money, but money is only a representation of this value that you're creating in the world. And to me, that is what it is all about, that, yeah, money is a measure, but not all value can be measured, which is also why I think we were having these back and forth conversations that we have when... You were looking for your job and you were to a certain extent hesitant in asking for your worth and all of that. I remember those conversations quite a lot.
1: I think the scarcity mindset just tries to really capture you in this say, in saying this that, okay, if you don't take this, you don't have anything else. If you don't get this, this is the best you can get. Things like that, the those scarcity mindset, the limited mindset that hasn't seen growth as yet will keep telling us stories. <laughs> And then there is that leap of faith really is needed in order for that movement. Like to give you, like the two examples that I spoke about with the car, I didn't know where I would pay the money from. I did not know quite literally. But today I know I'm paying that money. I did not know how to pay Sudeshma or how would I even I pay that person back from whom I took a loan. I did not know it is for services worked or not, like Sudeshma services worked or not. But this was all faith. There was so much faith, okay, that I am making a promise to myself to give myself the best. When I make that promise of giving abundance to myself, automatically it flows into the system in different ways. Mm-hmm. And very importantly, beautifully, I, I did not have that full confidence as to will we really reach anywhere. But then when we did, then you start to understand. But then there's this level of faith, which is so required to first put your abundance out there on the table and say, okay, I allow that chain reaction. Just begin here and allow it to go to whoever else is meant to be impacted by it and also allow it to come to me in the many folds that is meant to come back to me and it has in so many ways it is indeed
0: beautiful and sometimes i think it's so easy to get carried away by talking about abundance and miracles and saying oh this is all woo stuff and action doesn't work if you don't work yeah, manifestation doesn't work if you don't work, for sure. But also, I think the the bit way you mentioned about faith, you had no idea whether I was this psychopathic liar who was trying to steal all your money, right? Like, you had just met me over the internet. I could very well run away with the money. That is absolutely 100% true. But equally, I think it is also the faith you had in yourself that you will be able to make the best of putting your investment in and the amount you grew, the amount you put in. Like I work with a lot of students. Does everyone get a result like yours? Probably not. Do most people get it? Yes, 80%, 90% of the people get it. But there are still those 10% who pay the money Because they have the money, but they'll not do the work. They have not put faith into themselves and their abilities. And I think that is a very beautiful concept of externally, but also faith internally.
1: Very true. Very true. In fact, uh, very much parallelly towards this, initially, when, when I bought my car, initially I used to think that I will end up killing myself or I'll end up killing someone else or I'll damage my car. But today I travel all over the country all by myself and I've done thousands and thousands of kilometers and I just don't have any wish to stop. But this is me. When I was in scarcity mindset, I used to think that I can't drive or I will kill people if I drive or I'll kill myself if I drive. I'll damage the car if I drive. Today, nobody's killed. I'm as alive as I can be in front of you. Everybody else is alive on me. My car is in a great condition and I still drive. I drive solo from one part of the country to another part of the country, and India is a big country. And it's just beauty when we allow ourselves, I think the whole idea of abundance, everything unfolds. Everything, all kinds of support really unfolds. And and, and that's exactly what this, this friend of mine who loaned me the money, when she said, told me, when she loaned me the money, she said, then I returned. She said, thank you. And I was like, why would you thank me? It is my job to thank you right now, because you gave me the money. And she's like, no, there are people who will not pay. Have, do you know some people who don't pay? I said, yes. Have you lost your money? I said, yes. And then she said, yes. So I am thankful to you because you're paying it back to me. I'm like, okay, wow. I never thought about that. Like that was not even an option for me. Right? Mm. Like to not pay her and to the way that money was not even on my mind. But then there are folks available, which means we're putting that space. When she loaned me the money, she put faith saying this money will come back to her in one form shape or another and it is yeah so that faith really kind of plays hand in hand with the whole abundance aspect for me this is what I have my experience
0: really says yeah okay. yeah absolutely and as you were speaking something also was coming up in my mind I know Divya You and I have spoken about when we were working together, this concept of this divine feminine and I'm Bengali. So there's a huge aspect of me around Durga and Shakti for all our listeners who are not aware of this. This is like a mother goddess figure that we worship within the Eastern parts of the country. And it's divine feminine. And she is the goddess of power. That is Shakti is what we call it. And while we were working together, Divya, you mentioned that there was a strong presence of that divine feminine coming, surfacing out for you. And as you were speaking, I sort of was getting, yeah, there's faith. There's faith. And there are a couple of other things, if you will. This is a mother goddess, right? So she has four children. One is the goddess of wealth, one is the goddess of intellect, education, if you will. One is the god of wisdom and the other is the god of warfare. And when I think of abundance, I also feel that true abundance you cannot have unless you have all of those four things in your life, education, wisdom, and when you say warfare, it's it's about the skill, it's about strategy, it's not really warmongering, it's about being strategic. So I don't know why I felt compelled to share that, but abundance is not just this woo-woo concept out there that is only about money and manifesting, it's also about what you put into it. And there's faith and there's also these other things that you put in which make it yeah truly the power and of abundance
1: sounds so so apt as you're saying there's a combination of all of those like it's a machinery literally it, it it literally is a machinery and support supported with so much faith and support in terms of divine support and yeah i mean i think it, and also the aspect that you mentioned about the divine mother. The very very idea that a divine mother goddess plays a very important role. In, in, in Actually, you, you look at different religions and have different kind of picture of a divine mother goddess. Like God of Duga in Christianity, the call it Mother Mary and like references. But the idea of that mother or even when we refer to mother, all this divine feminine energy is just about provi- providing. And when she provides, she provides abundantly. And when we look at air around us, it's just so abundant. We just don't, any night have we slept thinking that we will not have air tomorrow? I and mean, I can't remember a day when I've thought about I have thought about people won't be there, money won't be there. i thought about like health won't be there. But I've never thought about if air would be there or not. Mm. When you look at nature, nature is so abundant because that Divine Mother energy is just so holding it together because that's what mother earth is about we we'll call it a mother earth mother earth and so when i when i was speaking to you also about the whole divine feminine and the divine mother it felt like the holding was very present for me even though i did not know what i had to do i was at a very deep crossroads of life with different things going on personally and also a dire need for financial changes but i knew there was this deep holding somewhere somebody was holding me together somebody was telling me okay do this do that do that and i have no idea who that that it the energy of the divine mother was just holding me tight and saying it's okay my child i yeah. am i'm going to be here for you and she's just so abundantly present and you look at money energy money money energy is also very fluid it's not a very tight constructive energy it's a very fluid energy money flows and when we talk about money also like in a spiritual i'm since i'm a spiritual coach I tend to go back to references of money. What do we talk about? We talk money flows. You know, the words we use with money. Where do we keep money? In banks. What are banks? Banks are of rivers, which means Mm -hmm. there is, it's fluid. It's fluidity. So it's when we even talk about money, it's so much that feminine energy of nurturing, nourishment. We tend to make it so logical sometimes. We tend to make it so we try to solidify it and when we try to change no, no item, like when you want to change the primary nature of water, it becomes ice, it's not water anymore.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, And like how we transform anything. Like if you if you want to change the nature of water with heat, it will evaporate and you want to do it with cold, it will become, it become, it become ice. It won't be water anymore. The same way when you try to do this in money and abundance, it is not abundance. It is not money anymore, it's everything else. So yeah.
0: it's
1: just so interesting. I mean, I have had enough experiences. So I've heard about this story, Robin, saying that when he didn't have money, he had just one, he had money for just one meal. And he donated that money because someone else needed it more. And just right after he received thousands of dollars. And this is the thing when he's saying this context, he's probably talking about seven to ten dollars that he had in his account. And he gave it over. That was what he had, and he gave it over to someone who needed it more. He did not have anything by himself at that point in time. And the moment he gave it away is when he received the bounty. So it's the giving, the feminine aspect of this is so present in the whole idea of abundance. And when we talk about feminine, it's not the female and the male. It's just the energy of giving, the energy of nurturing, the energy of nourishment.
0: So one of the things that... I have been very present to of late has been, we have war in the world. We have drought in the world. We have people dying of hunger and so on. But when you look at nature, it's like, have you ever seen an animal want to finish off their food even after they are full because they are afraid that it'll go waste? No, you don't. Yet here we are as human beings, we tend to always be overprotective because we think that nature doesn't have enough. Well, nature has more than enough. It's just that nature doesn't have enough for our greed. If only we were a bit less greedy and a bit more present, I think there's enough to go around everywhere and then Speaking of money, you literally can create money, right? Like, it's not like banks have money. You can create money. If you provide value in the world, you are creating money. That's it. And and I think some people get really triggered when people like me start talking about money. Well, I should know better. I'm an economist. I'm trained to not talk like this. But equally, maybe I'm the best person to talk like this because... I know no textbook will disagree with me when I say that money is value. So, yeah, no, that's beautiful. So any set of practices, rituals, anything else, Divya, that you do in your life that you think might be able to help other people out there to practice abundance in their lives? To witness the miracles that you have witnessed
1: of course, of course, absolutely there are quite a lot of things that I do but I think something that really, really, really is very helpful uh, is just thanking universe whatever you really relate or believe in, you can say God creator, universe anything, that energy of creation precisely that we do, we can't see but we know there is something there is something, thanking whatever is there because we always have abundance how much of a lack we may feel we always have some abundance in our life like i said the abundance of air is always available even if there is no food on the table there is i know at that point in time you can't focus on that but even if you're able to thank for that air that you're getting to breathe because the most important thing we have is our breath so there's abundance of breath do we think about the next breath we have to take we don't because you know it's going to be there so these are things we definitely take for granted but when we take them for gratitude it really changes what happens in our lives so i think i have just become this person who is thanking every single moment with whatever is going on sometimes i'm just thanking for the lessons because some experiences haven't been great but probably been painful but they've taught me some important lessons so i would rather be grateful for those lessons than be sitting and repenting on those experiences. So I think that's one very important practice. The second practice I would say is give. Give before you ask. Very important, very, very important. You want to build healthy relationships, first give it before asking for it. We are really trained into expecting, but we have to start offering. And expectation stops. When we stop the expectations and start to offer from a deep feeling of love and gratitude, things will automatically show up. I cannot vouch for this enough. I mean, it is so amazing. Every single time I have taken a small action, even if I didn't have much, even if it had probably five bucks or 10 bucks to support somebody, I would give it. And just then a bounty would show up. And there are days that I did not have probably even money to pay for a single meal. And I would just do something of giving at that point in time. And suddenly somebody would pay up. So universe is always here, supporting us, taking care of us. We can't see like a physical person or thing around, but there's somebody always taking care of us. And that's the true abundance. That's really true abundance. Just knowing that we're taking care of our needs are met. Two practices that I do literally daily without even realizing now they're part of my life is gratitude and giving. That's Um, beautiful. Unconditionally giving, not giving. When we give for returns, it's trade. It's not giving. So that's investment, we'll right? Like, yeah, exactly. I mean, a lot of times we we give to someone, and we're like, "Oh, I helped you yesterday. No, today you must help me." Then that's not giving. You did not give there. You you traded or you invested for it to come back to yeah. you. So I think it is, yeah, giving is just very unconditional that way.
0: That is beautiful. And I think one of the things that I have personally picked up from James is actually those two things. One is gratitude, like every night before going to sleep, even if it's not writing it down, just just be thankful for a couple of things in life in the day. And I'm sure if you can't think of two things that you are grateful for, I mean you ungrateful little thing right like I can I can go on a different tangent with that one and then giving right like explain the fact that I hire someone immediately in the next month from somewhere I get a client like I can't explain that I cannot explain that it's not even like I advertise that month and that's why I get a client but somehow the universe has your back and the back of you. your bank account so yeah it's it's very strange and very um very interesting and miraculous so yeah with that be abundant thank you so much for being here divya and sharing your journey and your story with us honestly yours is one of the most miraculous things that I've seen and yeah for all of you listeners if you want to share your stories of abundance with me please feel free to drop me an email on sudeshan at theabundancepsyche.com and if this podcast triggered you a bit even then I would love to know about your comments experiences of listening to this send me an email love to chat and thank you so much
1: Thank you everyone.